Hi, this is Peter Schwartz, public address announcer for the Cosmos, and you're listening to the First Team Podcast. Hello, Cosmos Country. On this week's episode, I will discuss the Cosmos Stadium announcement and reveal some info from the season kickoff party. The Cosmos have officially announced that they will play the regular season matches in the NPSL. That is the NPSL Classic season, the NPSL Founders Cup at Mitchell Complex in Long Island. If they have home matches in the U.S. Open Cup, they will play all of those matches at Columbia University Rocco B. Camiso Stadium. I asked on Twitter, what are your thoughts on Metro Complex being named the Cosmos home for 2019? James, a contributor to FirstTeamPod.com, he said that I'd like to learn more about the backstory of trying to book Econ and Belson Stadium. I'd also like to hear if Camiso is the U.S. Open Cup venue. Well, James, Camiso Stadium is uh, the U.S. Open Cup venue if they have home matches. He went on to say that this is pretty bad for casual family fans from New York City without cars. About 54% of households don't. So much roster talent feels like a contradiction. Nicholas said that he's not impressed. He asked, do the Cosmos still use the field they've renovated there? Yes, Nicholas, they do. They're going to play at Metro Complex, which is a turf field with football lines. And uh, it is about a 10,000 capacity stadium. And across the parking lot, they have a grass field uh, that has Cosmos um, branding around the field. And they have a locker room and nice facilities there in Long Island. But in my opinion, it's not a best facility if you want a great match day experience, if you want the most people in the stands, and if you want to circle off your area of New York City and uh, you want to make uh, the Cosmos a prime time event in New York City. There are reasons why they are playing there that I can't get into uh, because that is all off the record. Um, But we just have to wait and see. And like what Joe Barone said, we need patience. And I will play that clip later on in the show. I want to get through all of uh, the tweets that came into At First Team Pod. Nicholas went on to say, they can rent the greatest facility in the world. Won't mean a thing to stability of the club till they own their own stadium outright. Yeah, owning your stadium is really great because you can control the matches that are taking place. You can control the scheduling. Instead of playing U.S. Open Cup matches somewhere else, you can play them all at the same venue and things like that. You can control your revenue streams. You can control broadcasting and where the cameras grow and things like that. You could professionalize uh, the stadium and have a better match day experience for supporters. I have been told... Thanks to James, who writes for FirstTeamPodcast.com. He was at the season kickoff party this past Friday at uh, Astoria Tavern in Astoria, Queens. And he found out that there will be season tickets and that there will be minor amenities at Mitchell Field. Over the past couple of seasons, 
marketing of the New York Cosmos has always been the number one topic. Will the club promote the matches? Will they promote the team ahead of the season? And I could tell you that this season's marketing will include mailings to former season ticket holders, but it will otherwise be online, digital, boosted posts, and the like. No billboards, no bus ads, etc. So no mainstream marketing, no big city marketing in uh, Times Square, billboards, on buses, or on trains like there was in Rocco's first season in the NASL or our last season in the North American Soccer League and his first season in the NASL. But we will just have mailings to former season ticket holders, otherwise online digital boosted posts, no billboards, no bus ads, etc. So hopefully we will have a good crowd on hand at Mitchell Complex to take in the inaugural MPSL Founders Cup. Jimmy said in Spanish that he's worried that he can't watch games online. Any word on that? I've been told that there will be streaming. Um, That's all I can say, that there will be streaming. I'm not sure exactly what platform, but hopefully that will be released by the club and by the league at a later date. Omar said that he will be there for all the games. That's great to hear, Omar, that uh, you're committed to going to the games and you're excited. I'm really excited for the games as well um, and for the start of the NPSL Founders Cup. We have you covered here on First Team Podcast. We will interview players over the next couple of weeks, talk to hopefully Cosmos management before the start of the season, and get some questions answered. If you want to send in your questions, you can email the show at firstteampod at gmail.com. Benito had this to say on Twitter, Nice 10K Stadium. Long Island hasn't been a fit for the Cosmos since the relaunch. At MCU Park, attendance grew, better atmosphere, and closer to the city. Just my opinion. Also with Raul, Senna, and the rest, attendance in Long Island wasn't as much as MCU Park, where without superstars, they drew more fans in those seats. Just my opinion. Matt said that it is sad and frustrating, and it is to a certain extent because the Cosmos are fielding a very experienced and talented squad, and they're not going to be seen and have the platform that they deserve. I hope that the five points... The Cosmos Supporters Group will hopefully make it accessible and easier for people to get to Metro Complex, maybe having a bus from multiple venues in Manhattan or uh, Queens and making it easier for fans to make it out to Long Island. Um, We will keep you up to date if there are any uh, buses being sent out to Long Island for these matches because it is a far way out for most supporters, like what James said. Most people in New York City don't own a car, so they needed to be in an area where there was public transportation. I believe you could take a train out there, but there is a big concern of how do you get there from the train to the stadium. You might have to take a cab, walk, I'm not sure. James said that I believe that you need to take a cab, a five-minute cab, but the club should have made it easier for fans to get to the venue, not make it harder, right? Sports in America, teams, they should make it easier to get to the venue. They should make it easier for fans to watch matches, not put the matches behind paywalls like DC United and now FC Cincinnati. Don't make it harder for people to watch matches and support the team. Make it easier. Be at a better venue. Be at a venue where you can have a great match day experience and where people can have a day out rather than having to be in the area 
to watch the match. For example, MCU Park in Coney Island. You might have people just walk up casually and purchase tickets because they see this show going on. They see this event, this big thing going on in in Coney Island, and they want to be a part of that. We won't have that anymore. We will have the Cosmos playing at Metro Complex, which is not a bad facility. It's a great field, but it's not a professional environment for players and fans. They will have minor amenities. I don't believe there's a press box there. I don't believe there's concession stands there. Maybe they have to wheel in food trucks. At Hofstra, they had permanent concession stands, but they had to wheel in their their uh, merchandise boots and put up tents. And it was a decent facility at Hofstra, but it was a trek every single match day to go to Hofstra Short Stadium. But I do want to add that, and I probably shouldn't say this, but this wasn't their main venue, right? This wasn't top of the list. And I can't add any more because most of it is off of the record and I can't share anything else. But if you get what I'm saying, this wasn't plan A. So we need patience, like what Joe Barone said. We need patience within the supporters to back what they're doing and come together as a team and support the boys in green. A Soccer King on Twitter, at Soccer King USA, mentioned at First Team Pod, I posted this, but maybe you have an answer. My only concern is the surface at Mitchell is really poor. It is almost like an ice ring. The turf is so beaten down. Any chance it is replaced before they play? I really don't think so because the turf has been like that since they've been uh, operating or they've been at Mitchell Complex. So I don't see them renovating or updating the turf field. Uh, but we will have to wait and see. The only reason why they put a new turf surface down at MCU Park was because MCU Park has turf, but it's weird because all the writing and all that is, and the dirt is into the turf. So the dirt's not real. It's basically fake dirt into the turf field. It's because they had the hurricane and it ruined the field. The field is owned by the city of New York, and I guess they didn't want to... Um, spend more money if that happened again. So basically they put down a surface that will never get ruined because it's a turf field completely from the warning track and the outfield to the infield dirt. It's all fake. It's all part of the turf. So they had to put down, they didn't have to, but they put down um, this artificial turf over MCU Park and it looked really nice. Going back to Mitchell Complex, I don't think they will update the turf field. I don't think in the modern day New York Cosmos they ever played on football lines. At Hofstra, there wasn't football lines. It was a former football field, but Hofstra used it solely for lacrosse, um, and the Cosmos used that for soccer, but Hofstra has their own soccer stadium. You have MCU Park, which is a baseball field, no football lines, and they put their own turf over it, so you couldn't see the baseball turf and field. So I think this will be the first time in the modern era that we will play on a field that has football lines. At Super Hi-Fi Music, do they even try to go back to MCU? That's what I wonder. That was such a better home for them in every way. I'm not sure if they try to go back, but yeah, it was a great home. It was bouncing every single home match. Very exciting, great attendances, great atmosphere. I think the team benefited from that. Michael said, I'm legit afraid of triple-digit attendances. Yeah, but I think if the Five Points set up buses from different locations and venues throughout New York City and maybe the tri-state area, I think a lot more people 
will make it out to Cosmos matches. Because the problem is not the support and the and the love for the club, right? Everyone that listens to this podcast and that follows the New York Cosmos and sending these questions, they're worried about the club. They're worried about the future of the club. They love the club, but they're worried about the future. So all these fans, if they lived closer, if they were able to get to Long Island, maybe if they had a car or maybe if it was close to public transportation, they will go to matches. So the problem is not the support. The problem is the location. And that has been the problem throughout the modern era. And I think Metro Complex is even going to make that conversation worse because the Cosmos should never return back to Long Island. Um, but again, I can't talk about the details. Um, at Big Stan 3-5, Maury, he said, would rather have had grass and location a bit better on Coney Island or Inwood, but could have been worse, the Hamptons or Tarrytown, say. However, Town FC said, nothing good. This could be the last straw. Brooklyn was great for the club. This will be a disaster. We have to wait and see. No one can predict the future, um, but hopefully a lot more fans will be out in Long Island supporting the New York Cosmos. I said it earlier that the Cosmos are putting together a great roster, and they are, and it's very exciting, and I'm looking forward to seeing David Diose and Bloody Bartic score goals, and I hope the Cosmos will dominate and win matches and, and win championships and hopefully win the inaugural Founders' Cup, but there are worries that I have about the future of the club. When you look at it from the outside looking in, because we don't know all the details, right? I don't know all the details. I just know a couple of things. But the club, they're building something. There's a current lawsuit, and I will play uh, the audio of Joe Barone, thanks to James, who sent it over. In the project, and more importantly, in the colors and the badge that we all love, and that the players here and the coaching staff are are going to uh, represent. So um, I would just give you a, a brief overview. Obviously, um, I we're not here to take questions, especially no. me, take questions on the, on the legal front. Um, but more importantly, this is a celebration about, number one, the fans. And without you guys, the players have a difficult time performing on the field. So players and fans go hand in hand, okay? And uh, it's very important for every single one of, of them to feel your passion as they represent and continue to believe in the game uh, during the season. Um, as far as uh, the seasons is, is concerned, I'm, uh, I'm thankful and blessed that the players are here, um, that the coaching staff um, has done an amazing job in putting together, in putting together a, uh, a, a, an awesome group of players. As you guys know, we started training uh, this Monday. We have roughly about uh, 30 players that are in, uh, in preseason. And as the week goes on, uh, we'll continue to have more signing and solidify the, uh, the roster. The competition for the New York Cosmos is based into three parts. The first part is the MPSL season, which as you guys saw the schedule, we start the 27th at uh, Mitchell Athletic Complex, and I'll speak about uh, Mitchell. The second competition is uh, the U.S. Open Cup, which is uh, May 8th. Our venue, if we get uh, a home field, will be at the uh, Rocco Camiso Stadium at Columbia University. And our third competition is the Founders Cup, which will play our first game away 
at this famous place, and we got to give them respect because of what they've done um, in in, uh, in in soccer in the United States at Chattanooga. And I'm hopeful that many of us here make the trip over to Chattanooga. If you guys recall, in 2015, you know, we go back to Mitchell, right? So we go back to we go back to Mitchell. Mitchell is our base. It's always been our base. It's where the players every day come in at uh, 8.30 in the morning. It's where our athletic facility is. It's where our offices are. It's where the coaching staff does an amazing job preparing the team. It's where our grass field is at. It's where our uh, turf field is at. And it's basically what we call our home, right? And any of you, um, any of the time could come and visit, whether it's training, whether it's coming in, we're very open to, to, to to anyone to come in and, and you know, visit with the players and visit with the coaching staff and visit with myself. I'm very, very easy, easily accessible. Tonight, tonight, and I'll go a little bit back and forth. Tonight would have not been possible for a couple of special people. Okay, in particular, in particular, Patrick and and and, and Nick, please come over here. These two gentlemen, along along with Chris Kevlin along with Chris Kevlin, put in a call to me, and I'm easily accessible, put in a call and said, hey, we would like to meet with you, and we met in Alphabet City, I forgot the name of the bar, Bantha Bar. We met there, and, and I felt the passion, right? Not that I didn't have the passion, but it was important, and we started to plan out what is this event this evening, okay? And so, part of going through this process of planning out the event, Obviously, I receive a lot of emails from a lot of you, a lot of the fans. Some are here, some are not. And, you know, there's always complaints. This one doesn't like this guy, that one did this, that one did that. The message that I want to give to you guys is the New York Cosmos is one family, right? It's one badge, and these are the colors, and we have to all unite because we, we, every one of us here, starting from Rocco, we need your support. And it's very important that we grow this brand and we grow this team patiently, patiently, because right now we're in the middle of something that's very, very critical. As you guys know, I hate to use the word, but it's legal. And so I can't say many things that I would love to say, okay? But I can't. So we're smack in the middle of it. And today, in an important day, which is the International Women's Day, something very important happened. <laughs> exactly. Something happened. So we can't talk about it. We can't talk about it. But it's not just us that's saying, hey, something is wrong. Everyone is saying something is wrong. I would just like to thank James. Um, he's a contributor on the website for providing that audio for the First Team Podcast listeners because I wasn't able to make it out to that event. Um, I wish I could have made it out to talk to Joe Barone and meet other supporters and and talk about this decision and just celebrate uh, the New York Cosmos. But there's a lot to take from that audio clip. Um, it's only a couple of minutes, but there's a lot to take from it. Number one, that we all need to come together, right? It doesn't matter what we think about Metro Complex, if it's the worst facility ever, if it's the best facility ever. It doesn't matter because the New York Cosmos are going to play there, and we need to get behind the boys in green. They're going to put their skin out there, like what Joe Bruin said. They're representing the New York Cosmos, and we need to get behind them. So maybe if you can't make it out to the match, maybe you're watching the stream. Maybe you're buying merchandise. Maybe you're spreading the word. Maybe you're telling everyone about the New York Cosmos and how great they are. There's something much bigger going on. There's a lawsuit 
NASL versus the U.S. Soccer Federation. And that's not the only one. The U.S. Soccer Women's National Team are currently suing the U.S. Soccer Federation about equal pay. Right? And Joe Brown said that he can't talk about what's going on, but he said that things are not right. It shows that things are not right with the Federation. He didn't mention the Federation, but I am. I'm saying that the Federation are not doing things uh, correctly because they have all these lawsuits. U.S. Soccer Women's National Team, North American Soccer League. They have, I think, a youth team from Seattle about uh, solidarity payments or something like that. So there's tons of uh, lawsuits against the United States Soccer Federation. Mr. Complex, in my opinion, is not the best facility, um, but because of the circumstances, it's the best facility. It's either the Cosmos playing or not, and I select Cosmos playing, but we need to ask questions about the future. But again, it all starts with this season. But once we figure out what happens to the lawsuit, I guess that's when we can uh, plan for the future and hopefully for a brighter future uh, because uh, I want to see the Cosmos be around for, for the next 50, 100 years. We want the next generation of soccer fans and youth to love the New York Cosmos and be able to grow up and support the New York Cosmos and understand the tradition. But it all starts with the now and uh, get behind the boys in green. Uh, so I'll answer two listener questions. We have one from Mark at Ballpark Hunter. Now that we know where the Cosmos are playing this season, is this the best place for the team or should they return to Brooklyn or somewhere else for the 2020 pro season? Yeah, in my opinion, and I don't know this for a fact, they're just testing Metro Complex, seeing how it goes for the Founders Cup and maybe in the 2020 pro season, maybe they will play at a better venue, maybe MCU Park in Brooklyn, maybe uh, another facility, I'm not sure. But I hope in 2020, for a full professional season, they go with a more professional uh, venue. Benito at Benito Football World, in my opinion, the team's attendance has increased a lot in Brooklyn without a Raul or Senna. My question, do you think the team now needs a big-name player or players for 2020? Well, I think you only need a big-name player if you're going to promote the team on billboards, on buses, have commercials, and really uh, leverage that big-name player's fan base and following. And I think right now the New York Cosmos are not in that position to sign a big-name player because they're not marketing big-time in New York City, and they're not playing at a big venue. So that's a waste of money, right? Seamus O'Brien with the Cosmos a couple of seasons ago. We have Raul Marco Senna, and they weren't marketing to the level that you need to in New York City. So to own a team in New York City, you need to market your club. You need to pour a lot of money into it. And Rocco is. Rocco is committed. But I think this is a long-term game. And I'm talking about the lawsuit here. Um, This is a long-term game and not something that will be built like for the Cosmos for this league overnight. So it needs to play out. And uh, we will have a conversation next week on our First Team Podcast about the developments in Cosmos Country. Hopefully next week we will have a member of the Cosmos organization on the show to sort of work through uh, why they made this decision and what they have in store for the future. And I know Joe Perone can't talk about the lawsuits, uh, but maybe we will have a more in-depth conversation uh, with someone maybe who could share more details. So uh, we will be back next week with First Team Podcast. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. I really appreciate it. Follow First Team Podcast on Twitter and on Facebook at First Team Pod. Check out our website, firstteampod.com. And as always, let's go New York Cosmos. Yeah, just want to give a shout out to the five points. The Borough Boys of Benedict Cosmos and the Cross Island yeah. crew. Uh.
Yeah, it's New York, green and white. What we bleed, you see and fight. Deed, it seems to be achieving. See, we do and did it right. Cosmo country loving, we above them. I'm just saying. All those lovely somethings come and see it and I'm playing. The fact of it is, the rap from kid attacks, passion, bliss. Reacts, tap, we win. So fast, racking them in. Whether it's stacking the wing, holding back to the through the mid, cutting the seams. It seems we see anything to be. We got a ball and a dream. Got a ball and a dream. We do. I'm new, it's true. Fancy crew, down for you, no doubt they do. Surrounding you about the views. Like shouting cues aloud to you without the dudes. That's no excuse. Each session a lesson. It's not about perfection. The work's the test, and F's connected like a method. Not breathless after training, something's gotta be corrected. Progression and acceleration at the start's the most suggested. Infected with greatness, potential is spacious. Out the world, just face it. The work becomes contagious. Some may say we made it, but now we've just begun. Sorry if you hate it, because I can tell you that I'm far from done.